We all know about the level rankings, one, two, three, four. What's one up from a cluster, second word, not COVID? I didn't think (laughs) things could get much worse after the news yesterday that two women left managed isolation without being tested, took it to Wellington, and there they tested positive for COVID. It showed up the incompetence of Ministry of Health officials and a clear failure of the system. A system we were led to believe was robust and capable of protecting New Zealanders from COVID-19 and that was there to shore up the advances that the people of New Zealand had made, the team of five million. And yet yesterday, from the 1pm press conference, it seemed that every hour on the hour, another piece of gobsmacking incompetence was revealed. The Director-General of Health, Ashley Bloomfield, fronted for the Mike Hosking breakfast this morning to give him his great credit, but his attempt to minimise the failure of his officials was woeful. We've had high expectations of ourselves um, to, to achieve what we have, and you know it's clear um, with the slip-up at um, the Auckland quarantine that we didn't meet those expectations. I'm sorry about that. Slip-up? Would we say slip-up? I don't think we would, would we? If we're being completely and utterly honest, if we're looking in the mirror, would we say, oh, oops, that was a bit of a slip-up? David Skegg was the same, talking to Mike Hosking. Oh, you know, we've made many sacrifices and those shenanigans put it at risk. It's not the women's fault. It's not even the, the application of getting bereavement leave out of your managed isolation. That is not the problem. It never has been. It's the failure of the system, the failure of the officials, the fact that there was a woeful inability to carry out the protocols that we were assured were in place. You have to wonder at the calibre of these people that are working and supposed to be enforcing the quarantine rules. For example... The fact that the two women who went to Wellington actually did meet up with a mate who said, oh, no, you're going north, you won't find Wellington there. Best you turn around and go south and sent them on their way. The information was elicited at a subsequent interview. It was while they were trying to get out of Auckland. They got lost, went the wrong way and went north instead of south. They asked for assistance from their friends. There was a very short interaction to make sure they got pointed in the right direction. And actually, the public health unit found this out on Tuesday night didn't tell us till yesterday afternoon after I inquired, and the reason is they did not think that the interaction was material. I said, anything is material, what? and uh, let's let's act decisively. Are because, they thick? Yeah. Is that the problem? Yeah. Are you dealing with thick no. people? They didn't let you know. They didn't think it was important. I mean, what, what sort of brain power is going into that? Because they were judging that on, based on, these are very experienced people, based on the nature of the interaction, that it did not present any risk. Well, if it didn't present any risk, why was I hurtling myself into bushes every time I encountered somebody on a trail that wasn't in my bubble for the past couple of months? If it wasn't important, why have we all been madly social distancing at supermarkets and everywhere where there might be other people? If these are highly experienced officials, how do they not know what every other New Zealander does that if you're at risk... If there's a suspicion that you've encountered anybody with the virus, you stay away from others. You don't kiss and hug them for saying, thanks for sending me to Wellington, not Whangarei. You and me and everybody else was observing the two-metre rule. How do Ministry of Health officials not know that it's important?
to point out that two women have been granted exemption to go and visit their parent who may or may not have COVID-19, when they encounter another person, that person then has to quarantine. And it is important. And the Director General of Health should have known about it. We have been hearing stories from people right from the start that quarantine rules have been lax. And they've been randomly applied. People have left quarantine to go to the supermarket. People have mingled with others from different planes that have arrived at the hotel at different times. But when questioned on that, Dr Bloomfield had a unique response. Since Tuesday, everyone is tested before they go. The operation of the, um, of the hotels is, uh, is, is done by uh, Commodore Digby, as was announced yesterday, Air Commodore Digby, as was announced by the Prime Minister and Mike Bush. Bloody hell, talk about throwing your mate under the bus. Air Commodore Webb, not Air Commodore Digby, hasn't even been on the job for 24 hours. <laughs> so... Dr Bloomfield goes, yeah, well, whoosh, hospital pass to Commodore Webb, Air Commodore Webb. Mike finished the interview this morning asking Dr Bloomfield how many people had left quarantine, and this I think is a perfectly relevant question, I think it's one we all want to know, how many people have left quarantine without being tested? How many people have left a hotel without being tested? I do not know that number. Great. Fab. Go you. We were told that testing, testing, testing was the key. You know, I thought in the early stages that the government and the Ministry of Health had been doing a great job, but I see now that that was only because they told us they were doing a great job. They told us every day at one. What a sensational job they were doing. The implication with the daily press conferences was that they were being honest and transparent and that we could trust them, but I don't think we can. They absolutely refuse to own up to their mistakes. Slip up? Shenanigans? The Prime Minister, to her credit, was decisive in her response to the slip up, if you're Ashley, shenanigans, if you're David Skegg, systemic failure, if you're anyone else, with the appointment of Air Commodore Webb to manage the quarantine and to manage the officials. But yet again, she could not accept that it was the system that had failed. Throughout COVID-19, there has been pressure from many corners, including the courts, to relax the rules around compassionate exemptions. This case has proven our need for caution. While it may be a hard and unpopular position to take, it is the right one for our country. Oh, come on. It's not the granting of compassionate leave that's the problem. It's incompetent officials who didn't follow their own protocols. Why are you looking for anything else to blame other than the fact that the officials did not follow their own protocols? Highly experienced, in Ashley Bloomfield's words, people didn't think it was important to let others know that these two women had encountered another person who then went to a gym class. Had the protocols been followed, and the courts and the public thought they were being followed, there would be no problem allowing others to be with their dying relatives. I listened to everything unfold yesterday with utter disbelief. We're selling ourselves as the little miracle nation of the South Pacific, but increasingly that is looking more like good luck than good management. Listening to the obfuscation and the ducking and the weaving and the utter, total, complete Lack of responsibility, lack of acknowledgement that there'd been failures 
lack of ownership of this problem, it's a wonder that we're not all lining the hospitals around the country choking our last.